Hello, and welcome to Waiting for Game, a podcast presented by Melee Stats. I am your host, Kimmy Wheat, and uh, we've got a, a very good episode here. we got an episode all about Riptide, and uh, who better to talk about this than one of the most charismatic, loud players in Melee, a, a, char- a player who represents their character so perfectly well. I'm, of course, talking about no other than my good friend Edwin Budding. Hello, Edwin. How's it going? It's going well. We got a lot to reca- we got a lot to catch up on from last weekend, and uh, not that much in the next week, but a lot like potentially long term moving forward. So I'm excited to talk with you all about it, and I'm also really happy to have B Bats on the program. What's going on, Billy? I I just felt like uh, I I don't know. You know what? You know what? No, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna start the. Uh, I'm sorry, my last podcast is four side fight, so that's like the vibe I'm going in, right? Mm. Uh, but we we're friends ask, here. Yeah, no, we just want to ask. What did you mean by represent their character? Well, I think Edwin <laughs> Edwin walks around tournaments with a hoodie that says Marth Main. That'll True. do it. No, that'll do it. No, I respect that. And he points to it because he thinks it's a hoodie for the band Deftones. And he goes, I love Deftones, and then points to a shirt that says Marth Main. So Yeah, so full story on this. Uh, Nage. The, <laughs> that was the entire that, story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. well, the, well, the crazy thing is that Electro Man was there with Nage. Uh, and I talked to Electro Man later, and I apologized to him, but I got that incorrect. And the full like conversation we had is he said, nice shirt. And I go, yeah, I love the Deftones. I'm seeing them in System of a Down sometime next year. And Nage was like, rock on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's- it was only later that it hit me that I was wearing a, a hoodie that my sister got me that says the words Marth Main on it with like Marth's like shadow or whatever on it. And that I must have looked like I had no idea what I was talking about. No, it's it was actually, you know, you were like, hey, other fellow Marth Mains, uh, let's talk about 2000s new metal. I'm sure they all would have agreed, right? Like, definitely is not, they're a little different than new metal, okay? Let's, but that's a Billy. That's another podcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts on whether or not Deftones are new metal, but we have more important things to talk about. We've got to talk about Riptide, Riptide 2023, the third uh, installment in the the Ohio Major Series. You came into this tournament. You were, uh, what, 27th seed, I bet? I think 23rd. 23rd, Jordan. (laughs) Just like Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan, that is. Yeah, no, makes sense. Makes sense. And uh, how? What? Tell me, tell me, what's your preparation for this tournament? Because you've been going to a lot of tournaments recently. I know that you had some issues with uh, passports, but ever since then, you you have been on a bit of a, a grind in terms of tournaments, right? I, I have. I've been doing this thing called the "How many tournaments can I get thirty third at?" challenge, um, and then I just started really well at uh, I think it was SmashCon. Um, and then I was like, how can we keep up this momentum? And then I got 33rd and shine and I was like, this is Mm -hmm. great. And then I was thinking, let's go into Riptide. Let's aim for 33rd and see what happens. Something Uh, messed up. Yeah, no, I made You fucked up a bit. (laughs) No, I I made a bad call, uh, which was actually trying to win and watching every one of my opponents try desperately to lose and that'll do it. But my, my preparation going in was pretty simple. I played the game a lot. I kind of realized that, like, uh, I'm the best player I've ever been. Uh, in every tournament that I had entered, I had been knocked into uh, CEO. In the past three big tournaments, uh, CEO, SmashCon Shine, 
I've been knocked out of winners by a top 10 player. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to be too upset about getting knocked into losers. My issue is that when I get knocked into losers, I instantly lose. And I was like, that's the problem. My mental is not good after I lose. Uh, but my play is excellent. I think my play is very good. Uh, so I kind of went in with that mental of like, I'm going to work on that. And then I proceeded to just make kind of a deep run, have an insanely close set with Kadoran. Uh, and you know, have a have a have a quirky little time for the girlies to watch back at home. Edwin, thoughts on that last bit? Uh, no thoughts at all. Continue, continue, that. <laughs> mm, interesting. You know, silence uh, speaks volumes. Anyway, go yeah, go on, Billy. What uh, do you have any more to say about your run now that Edwin has made his thoughts clear? Uh, if this is about the run that I made in general, uh, yeah, I had to play four game fives against top 20 players. Uh, I had to play a game five against Zamu, a game five against Aklo, a game five against At Magi, and a game five against Kadoran. Uh, and I'm going to recommend to anyone who enters a tournament uh, to not do that. Uh, if you can win earlier than game five, I recommend it deeply. I think it's actually kind of cool. Uh, but winning game five does lead to something which I call the everyone starts screaming last stock effect. Uh, which I experienced in Kadoran and Aklo. Uh, that shit's hard. <laughs> Look, the last stock against these players is really hard. And then versus Kadoran, I threw. I don't know if you guys saw that. I saw the whole. That yeah. was extremely tight. So that was honestly one of the most nerve-wracking endings uh, I've seen of a Game 5 set this year. That was insane. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was a crazy ending. I was happy that I had an insane set because I'm a big part of me that competes. The thing that I like doing is I like having really fun sets. That's the shit that I like doing. More than winning, more than proving I'm the best, I like putting on a show. And I think that stuff's really fun. Uh, and versus Kadoran, that last stock, uh, afterwards I walk away, me, I, I yell at John Co. after we're like laughing. And then I sit outside getting ready for losers and then Lod comes up to me, right? And Lod, 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 I look at Lod, and he, he looks at me. We make eye contact. I'm on the floor. I make eye contact with him, and I'm just like, Lod, fuck you. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he was like, why, B-Bats, why? And I was like, Lod, why, like, I wish I never saw you do that up smash versus Marth. Because that last stock, uh, I was trying to be Lod. I was trying to be like, this is the optimal answer. I'm going to do the Lod thing. I'm going to hit the up smash, and I'm the quirkiest girl in the venue. I wasn't the quirkiest girl in the venue. Uh, and, like, I, I lost. And I, I said, like, you know, I was trying to be you. I should have just been me. And that, I think, sums up how I play most of the time. I think if you watch my, my VODs versus any, anyone in the world compared to any other Peach... Uh, I play so different than every other Peach, I feel. Uh, like, uh, I down smash, yeah. But other than that, you know, I'm a bit quirky. I'm a bit different. And I think it was a, it was an interesting run because of that. I think I put on a little bit of a show for the people. What do you think separates you from the other Peaches? I, 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 I forget to CC. Uh, <laughs> so I approach and I approach a lot and I approach differently most of the time and I approach with quirky little options that trick up my opponent and then I punish them for reactions to something that they do not understand. I gotta say, uh, that clip you hit on J-Salt is the most, like, disgusting peach combo I, I had seen in a long time. Disgusting, 
disgusting every, good or disgusting bad. Every, disgusting good. That forward uh-huh. air you it's hit be, on him. I could clear. feel every. I could feel the sound of that forward air in my soul. <laughs> of all, all of them that you hit to take his jump. That was I, actually what, like the the most incredible combo. No, when I hit like the Z drop on the fourth stock, I was like, I think I'm just gonna drag his ass into the shadow realm now. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it worked, I was in a call with a trash jack, the Minnesota Peach at the time, and I just shouted like, I because like I, I'm just like playing here like all my setup, like this, this is my setup and everything. I'm just playing. I'm just like. I am the greatest fucking player to have ever picked up a controller. After I hit like the third fair, and as I'm yelling that trash jack, I just hear her in the background going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like as I like hit the fucking combo. So then I clipped it, and then it did well. So we got there. Trash jack notable for being on my Riptide shuttle to the venue. My goat. Uh, speaking of Riptide. <clears throat> This is uh this is probably your first big top eight, right? I mean, I don't even know what uh it what was would be my next biggest one. It was my first top sixteen in the North American major. Oh wow! Uh, Shout I, out to North America. Yeah, I got fourth at FET too. Uh, I I you know uh, so that was cool, and that was like my first top eight, first experience playing in front of a crowd, and that was hype. Uh, but also like. I my 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 win my wins in the top eight were Spark on a broken controller and then Fat Tino, so that was like my big two, and like uh, so like overall you know equal caliber runs. <laughs> yeah, if anyone from the EU asks, I do think of a Fat Tino win as um, basically the same as Aklo Magi uh, and Messi combined, and then Zama would be Spark on a broken controller. <laughs> That's the math. <laughs> That's the math that I do to figure out the rankings. That's how it works. And that's why I'm number 50 this year. <laughs> 40 <Yeah>. something. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, we, we when we talk about rankings, there's this interesting thing of, of like, make or break moments. Not Well, I don't know. We, we try not to think that, like, there are break moments. But, but how, like, individual tournaments can affect people so much, right? It's, and, and I do think that you're a person who... Um, like what, how do you think the the perception of B-Bats has changed before and after Riptide? I think that I, with this tournament, have basically been put into the position of the Peach directly after Lodtriff in Polish. If, like, and I think that I'm pretty okay with that. Uh, am I the, the next Peach in line? I don't know. I think so, because of course I'm gonna think that, because I would like to be, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna manifest it, as, as, uh, as the girlies would say. Uh, but I think that that's the perception of me that's kind of existed, and I also think this is the first time that people have seen my gameplay versus a lot of good players in a row, and more importantly, seen it work. And I think that that alone kind of legitimized the way I play in a lot of people's eyes. I think with with you, it's particularly interesting because you know we we've been following you for a while, and I always felt like there were these these two kinds of a uh, these two kinds of B bats that we'd see at events, right? There was the B bats in uh, in like New York and New Jersey or at regional events, like including like Fate is a little different because you you flew a really long way yeah. way for that, but just at, at like a regional event featuring a lot of people, and I feel like there there's always been this tension between B bats, you know, in a in a comfortable environment, like. Per- 
before like defeating top spaces, like excelling in all the diff all the all these different matchups, slaying puffs like that that run you had over Two Saint last year. Yeah, that, uh, the Creed. My my yeah. um, I I think uh, I got the trophy like right back there. I don't know if you can see it, the little boxing glove. That's my little Creed trophy. Oh yeah, I think I can see it. Yeah, that's what I'm pointing to. And like that that was uh that was an insane day for me. I, that was like the first day where I realized I could actually like compete and like succeed. Cause like that was that was actually this is so funny that was my first tournament that I won over any New Jersey PR in attendance. <laughs> I had not I had not won a tournament against New Jersey PR until I had to six OTC. Yeah, and no. I, I just think that's I, I think that's pretty. I, that's one that's that's really funny and, and really cool. The uh, the second thing I was gonna say is I think like sort of the journey of your your career as a player has been sort of like. You know, you're you're elevating your success on different like stages, and like the the magnitude of those stages has, has changed and grown bigger as the, the the more you've played, right? Now, I don't want to jump into is Riptide a major, is it not a major, or whatever. But I think it's, it's a, a significant it's a major. major. It's a super I think, major. I think it's a significant step. It's forward a micro major. It's the biggest major ever. Super national. <laughs> I'm gonna die if if I, I I heard someone unironically call it a regional and I actually was like this this is the closest I've maybe been they to were referring pro- to being a problem maybe they were referring to um split now Splatoon I think it was huge yeah. <laughs> I I have to admit I thought it was I always liked go, this is god this is a tangent I always liked going to like Evo and DreamHack and shit like that because it was like really cool to not be like the only assholes there right you were like in yeah. with the other guys it was kind of like like if you went on like a school trip and you all go to six flags and there's like 10 schools there you're like i gotta represent my school <laughs> uh that's kind of feels like that but then you go to like a tournament like genesis and it's like only like melee and ultimate people and you see somebody like i don't recognize them they're probably ultimate but it felt fun i was on the the shuttle and i heard a bunch of people be uh, like no, you guys use double bucket? No way. Double bucket's so scary. I use at least one roller. And I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Until I remembered, Splatoon is here and Ren Rivals. Like, there's all this. So, I. <laughs> That's a, this is a very long winded way of saying. I thought Riptide was very fun. I had a very good experience, uh, you know, taking in all of the different games that it had. Now, Billy, you've been to Riptide before, right? 2021. What are you, what's your view as this as a tournament, right? Because they obviously have a lot of setups. They they run um, pools, kind of. They do round one and round two back to back, kind of like Shine would. As a as a top player, and also just as an attendee, how do you view Riptide uh, similarly and differently from from all the other majors? I think uh, I prefer round one into round two. I think it's uh, a really annoying as a competitor preparing for like at least okay for the top seeds having round one and round two makes sense. For other people, I can understand why it would not. Uh, but for me, I don't need to. I I don't feel like having to show up to the venue to have to compete for my round one only because my round one only. I, if I lose my round one, the seating was flawed. Like you know, like if I lose in like round round one pools, someone fucked up. Like, like that, I don't even think. I I think I could be on like a my bad day and I could drop a game at worst. And like that, that's, you know, I, I, that's how I kind of view that. I think, I think round one, round two is good. I always have preferred it uh, at majors I've attended. I also prefer it as a spectator because I think it allows for more interesting sets to be occurring throughout the entire day than at the, than like uh, how other majors have done it where they run all round two pools at once and then you catch like four sets. 
mm-hmm. versus this bracket where like every set streamed after like 12 o'clock was like a banger like they they always had interesting sets on on queue yeah it was it was really um entertaining from a from a stream perspective whenever i got ep and needed to go to my room uh there's always this weird thing at those tournaments where like shine as well i felt this way i'd be like oh my friend grab i should say hi to dylan and then i'll look at the clock and it's like 2 p.m and i'm like either he is out at 25th or he has has to play in four hours and i don't know which one it is and i'm afraid to say anything no, that always that's always weird because you're like talking to people and you're just like you're like yeah like I got twenty fifth and I'll be like I haven't even played my round one like like what the, what the fuck do you mean you got twenty fifth at a major like like girl we 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 haven't even started <laughs> like like can you warm me up <laughs> yeah it, it's it's a I mean I I do you're right you're right like it's just all banger sets after certain but and you know even the round ones here were stacked like we had round one sets that could have been amazing stream sets we instead we just got better sets um one of the cool things about seeing all these people is that not only did we get to see obviously your amazing run but we got to see a lot of amazing runs because they got to like document all the players as they moved along which was super cool um you know for all people say like fucking is riptide a major is riptide not a major right this this whole thing is um one thing that that is pretty clear is that it is a tournament with a lot of good talent and as a tournament where there were tons of breakout performances, right? Like, we, we talked about it beforehand. We had some ideas of who might uh, do well. And, and obviously, you know, Zane DQing does affect this a little bit. But, um, my God, like, being able to, to follow their runs both through the bracket and through the stream, this was, like, the perfect tournament for it because you had all these people who are making all these breakouts. Um, Edwin, you just want to say the big one? We said it last week. I think I tried to beat you to it, so I'll let you have your... A little moment. You want to talk about someone who had a really good run here? Uh, yeah. I mean, that could be referencing a ton of people. But Osfi had an incredible exactly. You know what I'm talking about, man. (laughs) And and the funny thing about Osfi's performance, and I swear this is gonna, this is not like gloating or anything, right? Like I, I swear, like I feel like I didn't really. Like his performance is great, right? Making top sixteen, defeating Ginger at a at like a very big tournament featuring a lot of out of out of region talent, defeating defeating Panda, certainly like a great addition to his resume. But at the same time, like <laughs> it, it is kind of funny because like you look at it after the fact and it's almost easy to take it for granted. Like if you took the most cynical look at what Ospi did, you're like, oh yeah, he beat a guy that he's beaten before this year and, and he beat a volatile player in a matchup that we know he's very good in. Yeah, uh, nice job, Ospi. But in but in reality, like it's it's actually like probably his most notable performance, right? As far as like the magnitude of what he's accomplished. So he's someone that I, I think certainly had a great breakout. Um, you know, it, it's funny because with, with this tournament, I feel like, well, just really quickly, I think Ben also, uh, obviously, de- through defeating mm. a guest of the show and defeating Zuppy, mm. I think, is a really big win for him, getting to fifth place, benefiting from Zane's DQ. But it was a, it was a good run from Ben. But the but the thing that I was going to mention is that you've there's a lot of, like, little things that you'll find in round two pools or right before top 16. Like, a lot of surprising sets, like, oh, like, got to beat Laud. Ober beats Cermaris. Like, there's just like a ton of stuff like Cerberus? that. that or Cermaris, I guess. You'll find a you'll find a bunch of things just kind of like peppered through the bracket of like n- neat little surprises. Yeah, Shabo beat Matt Zeb. Like some crazy <laughs> crazy happens. stuff happens. 
yeah, no, there there was a ton of really interesting stuff. I think Lowercase Hero had a couple um, interesting wins. Also, like, yeah, it's just one of those, like, really funny brackets where you can beat someone good and then still lose to someone who, like, is worse than the person you beat. I mean, obviously, that's the game, right? That's how the game works. But, like, Lowercase Hero beating Panda and then losing to Michael is very funny. Michael, this guy who we haven't seen in forever. He'll just show up, <clears throat> make sure to, to beat all the up-and-coming talent. Uh, but I think one person who really stands out is, uh, you know, of course, I think Ossify is someone who's very flashy, someone who, uh, unless you were kind of like really nerding out a couple years back, you probably didn't know about Ossify because, you know, he was like super good when he was young as like a Falco main and now is still young and still super good. But like, it, it's it's very much like you have to be looking at the brackets for like uh, the Michigan locals to, to find that. Um, I think one person who made a breakout who is very well known, but not necessarily well known for, I don't know, getting top 16 at majors would be uh, Justice. I think Justice is like the clearest example of like you have the ossifies of the world, people who put themselves on the map. And then you have Justice, who is someone who's already on the map and is proving himself uh, in a way that, you know, we haven't really seen a run from him. We've seen him, like, have uh, pieces of the puzzle before. He's obviously had good wins. He's had stuff like this. But uh, putting it all together in one run, I think, is something we haven't seen from him. Billy, mm-hmm. what do you think about the Justice run here? He, so he, he beats Django. He beats uh, Spark. Obviously, you know, there there's some, like, DQ stuff that leads to this. But still, top 16 at a major. Or, or, or so. Super National. Regional uh, deluxe. <laughs> yeah. Justice, uh, when I saw that he made top 16 at the local, I was really happy for him. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I've I, known Justice for a really long time. We've been friends for like three years at this point. Like we, we've been aware and been talking. Uh, and I know how much he's been wanting a, like a singles run that finally like justified and showed people like that he is sick as hell. Uh, and when he, when he did that, I was so happy for him because like, one, he got to he got to beat Chango brutally, uh, because Fox Puff, him at Fox Puff is like I think he's like a top five Fox in, in Fox Puff in the world, but he's absurd in that matchup. Uh, so when I saw that set, like when I saw that set on paper, I was like, oh, it's over. And then when you see the set, you're like, oh, it was actually over. Like, like, like it was over, over. And when he had to play Spark, I, I and by the way, this is so tough because Spark was in my room, like uh, so I was chilling there and I was like, I was like, oh okay, Fox versus Spark anything can happen and then anything happened when spark air dodged off the stage at zero and i was like i was like that's anything and then and then it, and then it ended game five uh, with justice winning it and i was super happy for him and like i i think he's a very good player who does not have the opportunity to attend as much as i think as i know he wishes he could mm-hmm. so seeing him finally get a result that like allows him to go, yeah, I'm a top 100 player, or I'm a top 100 caliber player, especially because of how much work he puts in on the content side of Melee. Like, easily producing the best combo videos, I think, in the world. Uh, it's so sick to see. There's this interesting dynamic. We've... Fuck, we talked about this for years. Literally before this podcast, and we had our old podcast and the one before that, I remember talking to Homemade Waffles about like how the differences in, in uh, game skill like was viewed for commentators and stuff like throughout the the eras and i think that like as we are in our whatever era you want to call this i don't know edwin you're the journalist what do you call this era egg dog era slippy era uh post pandemic era post pandemic era okay not very sexy but okay we'll take it can we can we we sexy it up a little bit edwin 25 percent sexify sure give it to me give it to me sexy 
Oh my okay. god! You can't say that to him. <laughs> and that'll be me. my time. Ta- that'll be my time on waiting for game. Thank you so <laughs> oh much for god. having me. I think Evan, that you I can't just go to our guests <laughs> and say, "Give it to me, sexy." It just I... it just flew out the flew out the handle. No, and I appreciate it. Flew I'm out the ha- off the podcast. <laughs> I, I hope the question for B-Bats thing can be answered by someone else that isn't me. Uh, we, we had, <laughs> we do that for Magi. She left before the questions, and then we asked, her <laughs> que- we asked her questions to people for like a week, st- or like a couple of weeks straight before we, um, we retired that one. Into, maybe, oh maybe it wasn't the best idea in retrospect. <laughs> anyway, um, so I think in the post-pandemic but make it sexy era. Uh, like, the way that people view, like, the figures of the game who aren't actively entering, I think is, like, pretty low. And and justified. I don't know. I'm a player. I'm not very good. I'm, I'm actively bad. That's But, like, the way that people view commentators and content creators, I think, is, like, they just assume that they're bad at the game, right? Uh, and, and years and years and years ago, that wasn't the case. Like, if you were on the mic, it kind of was the assumption that you earned your spot there by, you know, being very good at the game uh it's no surprise that like when you look through the early top 100s even as recently as like you know 2014 2015 2016 there's still a ton of commentators on there there's still like ton of notable commentators um but as we like get into this era where people make more and more content i don't think that's the case so it was really cool to see justice you know prove that he is more than just you know content man right like uh i think that people kind of default to to seeing that and just assuming that they're not as good as like actual top 100 players so it's good to show that not only is he just as good but he like very well there's no reason why justice could be um there, there's no reason why justice couldn't be top 100 in a year where he's able to attend right so that, that was very cool to see uh billy was there any was there any other runs here like uh breakout runs uh i know it's summer? not a breakout uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna bend the rules a little bit but i'm gonna say that Going from 33rd to 3rd place is kind of an absurd run that I don't think people are going to discuss as much because I think the look, the eyes are going to be on Plup and Wizzy this tournament. Mm. They got first place and second. They they had insane sets. But, oh my god, Lod went through war to get 3rd place at this event. Like, losing to Godsey, only losses are to Falcon, that character. But, like, uh, like... I think that the run itself, who did he beat? Amsa, um, well, Grab, he beat, uh, Former Melee Stats player Grab, current Melee Stats player uh, Flash, future yeah. Melee Stats Polish, player Moki. To, <laughs> to qualify for top eight, it was Polish and Kadoran. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, like that. that is like, you play those players in top eight consistently at majors. And Lod had to beat both in order just to make it there. And his reward for making it there was Amsa. That's fucking crazy. And then he beat Amsa and Axe. Like, I think that I understand that people are going to be valuing this turn. Like, a lot of the things is Plup and Wizzy are going to be seen as the big. Lod's run at this tournament, I would say, is the best run on paper. By far. Of any player in attendance at this event. I think that the the run on paper was Lod beat so many absurd players in a row just to have to play Wizrobe. The the player who I would say Lod wants to fight the least at any tournament ever. Because Lod hates Falcon. 
We all hate Falcon. The girlies despise that character, except Nico. And that is, like, the only match- That is a matchup that none of us want to play. So the fact that he made it there is crazy to me. Yeah, and he, he came pretty close, too. The set was- It was like, so close. Oh my god. Actually, uh, just co to cover drama about that, uh, me and Polish were talking. Uh, like, we in front row, I'm, like, standing next to Polish, who's sitting in the front row. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, 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 Polish was in the front row. I wasn't. I'm not important. Uh, but, like, Polish was there, and I was like, and Polish was like, like, why isn't Lod pulling more turnips? And then Polish was like, I probably shouldn't say that, because, like, if Lod hears me, that's, like, coaching. And then the next thing Lod did was pull a turnip, and Polish just ran away. Polish <laughs> <laughs> like, was like, he heard me, he heard me, he heard me, I gotta go. And yeah, I'm imagining Polish doing that. And no, and I ran, I ran with Polish, and then we were like, we were like, all right. As long as he doesn't start the next game pulling a turnip, he did not hear it. And then Lon started the next game pulling a turnip, and Polish, Polish was like, it's over, I'm getting banned. You know what, if I knew that, that you were going to be, you and Polish were going to be doing that, I would have mid-set coach, because I was watching Flash versus Lod, which was close to almost any set that Lod had the entire tournament. Yeah. Flash was up two games to one. Game four, I believe, was on Dreamland. Flash is up a stock, I think it's like three stocks to two. Pull it or pull it. Lod pulls a turnip. I can see it's a stitch. I don't think he knows. And I'm like, what do I do? It, this was like the one of the last sets of the day. The crowd was thinning out. There weren't very many people there. And I'm like, if I yell, he's got a stitch. Flash will hear me. And but I was like, is that mid-set coaching? Am I allowed? <laughs> am I allowed to yell that? And while I'm thinking about this, he just jumps into it. <laughs> Oh, he jumps so into the stitch as evaporated, oh. loses the game, spends about two minutes thinking about where he should take Peach as Falco. Um, end of the two minutes, picks uh, Yoshi's, and then gets three-stacked in about as much time as it took for him to select the stage. So, if only I was mid-set coaching, we would never have gotten there. <laughs> Imagine. So you costed Flash top 16. I did. Like you did that. That was like you. Yeah, but uh, but we we got him there, so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I'll be I'll be I, I can't believe you brought a player there just to kneecap him last second before he can uh, you're giving top sixteen at a major. That's yeah, crazy. we do that. We do that to everyone. <laughs> this is a this is a psyop. We're trying. To, <laughs> this is yeah. If, when if we flew Pipsqueak and Choppy out places, we actually tried to sabotage them like right at crucial turning points in the tournament. I did think it was weird that you guys slid me like a magnet and were like, rub this on the fob just in case you have to find a melee stats player in this tournament. Yeah, well, we were expecting you to say it, uh, but, but um, I mean, <laughs> we've been clear on this podcast that we love America. We're, we're very pro-America, so we've been, you know, kind of making <laughs> it our duty. America's my middle name. <laughs> yeah, we've been making it our duty to fly out players here and sabotage them so, so we can have some American excellence, right? I, I don't want people to go around thinking... That other tournaments or other countries can can do well in tournaments like we do, but uh, then then you fly out Pipsqueak and and it's like he loses to Dark Hero and you go good good we did it, and then makes a run through losers. God, I, yeah, I don't know what. what and you're like, no, is. we don't want that. The point. I have a blow dart and I keep, <laughs> I keep missing him. <laughs> he keeps dodging with his frame. <laughs> his frame one Adderall reflexes. He just keeps juking. Yeah, this is actually the. Uh, this is actually the the thing. Whenever Pipsqueak doesn't do well, it's it was on us because of Wheat's blow dart and everything. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's just me with a blow dart and every yeah, he's done poorly. You stole you stole the Addy that made him lose to me and Wally the same weekend. Oh god, the, I forgot that he. Yeah, that that kid's been through a lot. <laughs> that was that was an insane thing because I remember how it happened. I beat him and I was just like, that was the fakest win I've ever got on a player. And like I've never known that. And I was like, me. I think the fact that the player who lost their Adderall had to fight two peaches in a row is genuine ableism. And every TO that put them in that bracket should have been banned from the community. Oh, but a tough world. You know, if you're talking about great runs at this <laughs> tournament, <laughs> God, you're too much, Billy. This is a mistake. No, y'all should have had me. That's on you. How do you think Egg Dog feels? I'm saying this shit in their shirt. <laughs> if we're talking about great runs in the community, in the community, in the in the tournament, I I think that. You know, you wouldn't be wrong to bring up the runs that uh, Plop and Wizzy had to make it to Grand Finals. <laughs> now, um, Plop and Wizzy, Grand Finals here. I do think that this was... It was kind of a toss-up, right? We, we, we had an episode about it, obviously, when Zane was in, and we, we kind of had some different uh, thoughts on who's going to make it. I was pretty pretty hot on the idea of, of Wizzy making it pretty far, um, but, but, like, with... God, that Zuppy set. I don't even want to talk about it. But like, obviously, there there were some things that came uh came in his path to make it very hard. He seemed like oh god, he he played so well to uh, get there. But like, plop plop was not as uh, surprising once the bracket kind of settled into what it looked like. And yet, going into grand finals, I, I kind of felt like it was a foregone conclusion in a lot of ways. Um, I was with Seal noted uh, chic lover who was saying man i can't believe this is the first uh major i'm going to get to see plup win live and i'm like he's he this is losers finals dude <laughs> he hasn't played um seal did not speak game five or game 10 or whatever it was he he was so quiet the entire time he was afraid uh and it's just like what what we could have what we all expected and what we had was so different. God, it was it was an insane thing watching. I remember watching. I turned, uh, and I think it was Faust, and I said, "It feels like we are in an alternate reality. It feels like this is alternate melee on, on Earth too, and these are the best players because like we saw them at CEO, we are seeing them at Riptide. Um, both of those tournaments didn't have like a lot of top players, but both of them did have. It, we're we're watching a spinoff." We're watching a spin-off yeah. of Melee. Yeah, do yes. they just have, like, an agreement or something? <laughs> like, Wizzy will go rack up a bunch of wins just as long as Plup wins the tournament. It's sort of like the the theory we had about Amsa and Plup last year, that Amsa was just going to win a bunch of majors, but in exchange, he was just going to get sunned by Plup uh, on that play, like, forever and until the end of eternity. Like, is there something kind of similar with this, where Plup has an agreement with Wizrobe to get rid of his comp? Like, Wizrobe gets the really big wins as long as Plup wins the event like mm -hmm. what what's going Here, on here's here? what I'll happened be, i'll be up for sorry go plup has the a vial of the vaccine for uh his leaky gut and he oh goes take care of moki and we'll talk that's how <laughs> that's how wizzy's able to you know oh feel good enough to go to these tournaments is is that the vibe you guys get because i personally if i'm wizrobe I'm pissed that the fact that Plump only registers when you register for <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that could be it, too, that Plump like, is just chasing him. Like, what, what the fuck is that? Like, imagine, no, I, like, yeah, I'm one of I the best players in the world. Lot. 
I no no, I'm one of the best players in the world. I am a Captain Falcon. My name is Wizrobe WizzyWiz. And I uh, go to a tournament and I have only lost eight to pull up four times. Those are his only losses this year. It's to one man. What the fuck do we do with that information? Yeah, like, like I don't even understand how you rank Wizzy if he attends another event. Because, like, oh, yeah, Wizrobe is the greatest player in the world, except Plup, who is a <laughs> little bit better. And I'm going to be upfront with you. I was in the seal boat because I left the venue. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I after, mean... After long loss, I was like, I have no reason to be here. Plup will 3-0 Wizzy. I would like to I would like to go hang out with my friends and then I checked bracket later that night and I was like it was a game 10 and I was so confused. Yeah, I mean that first set of grand finals caught me completely off guard. It felt like I was a like it felt like I was watching something that was not like repeatable and then the second set of grand finals was randomly close also. So, and I can't, you said that, now we, you said that Seal, noted Sheik Lover, was dead, like, dead silent throughout Grand Finals, right? I think, I was of, it Game 4 that Wizzy went up, like, two stocks, or four stocks or two? I think it was Game 4 in Set 2, where he just destroyed him. I think it was on Fountain or whatever. Seal didn't speak. I literally, Seal, we had plans to go to get Raising Canes after Top 8, and Seal was like, I'm going to drive home if Wizzy wins. I'm not going to take any of you to Canes. And part of me is like, so I, want, I really want to see Wizzy win. I really yeah, no, want to see Wizzy <laughs> win, but I need gains. That so, would get so, yeah. me on Kane. That would get me on on the uh, side immediately. I'm gonna yeah. So like, I I don't really like as far as those two go to each other. Like, you know, uh, historically, if you've been following the scene the last like eight years. Plup is just like totally owned this guy, right? And like. There's, and usually, like, when they play, we kind of know what to expect. It's like, oh, it's probably going to be, like, a 3-1 or a 3-0, uh, where Plup just kind of dismantles him pretty handily. And, like, the first set in Winners, winners Finals was like that. The second set looked like it was going to head that way until suddenly it wasn't. And then the next set just continued to be very close until, until like, the last game. So... That was pretty, uh, so are we, like, in a new, I don't even know what to make, like, I have to think Plup would still be really favored if they played again, but, like, even if Wizzy can go from, like, auto-lose versus Plup to taking one every three sets, four sets, like, that does help his chances, yeah. right? Like, that's, that's, that's way better than, like, in 2018 or before, even the, before, I know Wizzy took, like, one set in CEO or whatever in 2019, but, like, it was basically, like, an auto-loss, like, Wizzy straight up, like, the only way he could win majors is is if he didn't play this guy. And, like, if he can take a set, that's, like, a set in four is not amazing, but it's better than zero. What do you think about my theory that he has the third best uh, path to, to winning a major? What do you think now? You had some, no, uh, you were I, chirping I, no, I don't, a little bit. I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah, I still think I'm right. <laughs> he didn't win. You were literally, wasn't he your pick? He was my pick, yeah. Your, your pick was Zane. Yeah, my pick. I'm just cursed. I've, I've I've accepted the Monday morning Marth curse. It's just never. I just gotta pick who I like. Don't want to win, and it'll happen at at this point. I've cursed Zane from like, I, I've I've been wrong on every single official prediction within the column this year. It's like what eight majors or like big events nine. It's like really really dry out here. Impressive how you can keep being wrong. But like the thing I said with Wizzy, but Zane right? too. Is that if you are Wizzy, 
your the matchups that you don't want to play are Plup and Mango. And in terms of, well, I guess a normal person, considering Plup only enters when Wizzy does. But if you are like a person who those are their, their, their two worst matchups, you're doing pretty well. You got a guy who doesn't go and a guy who doesn't go and also might go Doc uh, at beforehand, right? He I might mean, not like- even make it. I mean, like, you can say that, but then Pl- Wizzy just gets heat-seeking fucking missiled by Plup whenever Plup decides to enter. Like, I truly think that Plup has a, uh, a Google alert set up on his phone that being like, Wizrobe has registered for X. He's like, <laughs> like, like, I'm coming. Like, like, where, like, like, you're telling me Plup willingly went to Daytona, Florida. <laughs> And was and you you can't tell me that's not targeted at that point. That's too far and that's too awful that he went to Daytona, Florida well, to fight Wizrobe. Uh, you know, Smash brings you a lot of great places. As I said, no, as people get older, they they stop traveling just for the tournament and start traveling to travel. So obviously, you know, Daytona, Sandusky, these these great places in America. He, he's probably just going to hang out. I got two Ubers in Daytona. The first one, I said, can I go to Orlando Airport? He said, nope, and then kicked me out of the car. The second one said, yes, but I'm going to go piss at the Wendy's first. And we stopped at the Wendy's. I don't like Daytona, Florida. You want him to piss in the car, Billy? I think you're you're not being reasonable here. I was just confused. I was like, why? Also, he was listening to Art of the Deal as an audiobook. (laughs) That's that's insane. All right, Ed, Billy. Ed would be in the car like, turn it up, please. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Billy, uh, go off pure vibes right now. No research, no stats, nothing. Give me a number for Plup and Wizzy. Uh, I think Plup is a, a – the number I would want to give them is Plup is top five, six in the world, and Wizzy is top ten. I don't think you can put Wizzy anywhere else because I think Wizzy – it's like – it's like the same issue I think with like ranking Mango a lot of the time, where it's like we know that he's absurd, and the results that he's putting up are are really good in Wizrobe's case. However, Wizrobe isn't the difference between Wiz, Wizzy and Mango is that Wizzy just isn't getting enough results. Like he's not attending the majors with everyone in attendance. When he does, he beats them, but he's not attending the ones with everyone in attendance. Uh, meanwhile, like Mango attends, and we just know he's like secretly the third best player in the world, but then he just doesn't want to fucking play, which is like all right. Uh, but I think, like, based on vibes, like, you have to put Plup above Wizzy, and then you have to give Plup credit for winning every tournament that he's entered with Wizzy in attendance. You have to put Plup above Wizzy, and then that's all we know. <laughs> Other yeah. than that. That's all we can do! Like, what, what else can we rank? Like, it's like, oh my god, like, yeah, like, Wizzy has wins over every top ten player, and Plup has beaten, Plup has never lost. <laughs> like, Plup has, what, Plup, Plup, Plup's worst performance this year is what? Second and major upset? Am I crazy for for that being the the lowest? Or was it like fourth or third or something at Genesis? Oh, oops, <laughs> flop! Like who let him on the sticks? Like oh my god, he's so good. He Plump is like my pick always for like the best player in the world, like on an objective skill level, mm. and it annoys me because like he just doesn't attend enough, and it makes me so sad. Cause he's so good. He's like so absurd. Ah! So you're so just to be clear, you're giving Wizzy the ten number and you're giving Plup five. Yeah, I'm giving like I'm giving like you know what? Honestly, Wizzy's probably just like seven. 
and like and Paul's probably <laughs> this number is going to continue going up. No, Paul's probably just <laughs> six. <laughs> like, at six anyone. Wherever Wizzy is, put plump is plump is like X plus one. Yeah, million. that's exactly X Wizzy greater is X. than one. <laughs> plump is X plus one. Yeah. Wait, what do you think? That was what I was about to say. I'm mad that Just Billy got there X before I did. Mm-hmm. Wizzy is X, Plup is X plus one. I think it's like, how 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 do you possibly reckon with this right now? You've got HBox who has some wins and a ton of losses versus Plup and Wizzy who have a ton of wins and no losses because they don't go to anything. Right? How do you how do you deal with that? How do you deal with Leffen, a player who also has no wins or no like? No real bad losses and and like won a tournament, but just hasn't gone to anything. Uh, and then Mango, who, um, I think we definitely got called uh, virgins for the idea that we like would count the dock, and then like most people didn't really count the dock for Genesis, and then he kept going dock, and then people were like, oh, I guess he just doesn't have to to have any losses to H box. I guess he can go dock whenever he wants. It doesn't count. And I'm like, well, wait, wait a second here. Wait, which one is it? Are we virgins for counting it, or are we virgins for not counting it? <laughs> but uh, it's yeah, it's it's like a really uh, honestly, it is a year where I think there are the top ten is strongest that it's ever been. It is, this is the strongest top ten that we have ever seen in melee history. So crazy to say that after last year. After and last yet, year, I thought it would stabilize, and yet it feels so weird to say that. Because everyone's got their baggage, right? We've got three people who don't really go to stuff. We've got a guy who goes Dr. Mario, so he can, like, I don't know. I don't know what the end game is there. But he, he just keeps doing it, despite the fact that no one's really happy about it. I doubt he's happy. I think he's just, okay, making HBox less happy, but then also giving HBox a free bracket win. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's such a weird year to say that this is the, uh, the strongest it's ever been, but I truly believe that. Um, I would love if 2024 was just this, but without all the baggage, right? A Plup and Wizzy and Leffen who travel, uh, a, a Mango who either quits or stops playing Doc. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's insane. I, I want to see the players from this year. I just want to see them hit, hit their full potential. Because as great as this year's been, we haven't seen that. Yeah, and I think uh, going into, like, uh, I, I think thinking about it the top 10 currently like like because i'm just gonna put wizzy in the top 10 and i'm yeah. sorry kadoran for putting you at 11 i think you're i think you're a swell man but like a perfect wizzy 11 junko yeah if you put wizzy into the top 10 it's really interesting to see because i think like every single one of them have the potential of winning a tournament mm-hmm. which is interesting because like i don't think we've seen all we, we definitely haven't seen all of them in attendance but like Oh my god, there are, like, 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 all of them can just win, and, like, it's so interesting that Moki, who's not in the bottom half of the top ten, just can't right now. Like, and I think it's probably a mental barrier more than anything else, I think that's, like, the big thing as a competitor. But, like, Moki, it's so interesting to me that we're, like, we're at a weird point where, honestly, we're counting major wins to determine number one. Like, we're at this point, we're like tennis. We're like, yeah, well, he's got three... Everyone else has got two, so like he's probably there. Like if we if we give him the points, I think that's so that's so fucked. <laughs> like like that's where we're at. Like it's like and three we had three people with two major wins going into gobble. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, oh I, I think it's not that like we have people. We have to count major wins. It's that like 
it's not it's becoming something that everyone has. Like that is becoming more like every it, girl and their mother. It used like, to what? be like H Bugs versus Armada, who has more majors? And now it's it's like, okay, a bunch of people have majors. Which majors did they win? Which is kinda how it was last year, right? We had like the whole discourse on yeah, like, like Zane won Genesis, Zane won Smack. No, no, Zane won uh, Ludwig. So then yeah, it was like, oh, shine. Zane's the goat. Yeah, Zane's the goat. The discourse was, last oh. year was worse because it was like, are Amsa's major wins better than Mango's? And it was gulp. But uh, oh yeah, when it was, you know what? You know what? I blame I blame y'all for putting the off season on that goddamn chart. I didn't have a choice. Fett, whoever you put Fett, just put Fett and lie. Just pretend like it. Pretend like it was better. Like what do you want me to do? But like because of that, because of that alone, it's like yeah, Amsa got ranked over Mango because of that That's Mickey Mouse my. Mute City tournament. We had to. You know what? I'm gonna blame Panda for that one, Doctor Allen. <laughs> if, if you just could have kept. You could have kept it together for like a couple of weeks. You need two I, I knew, like, you're. The, the whole thing was going to blow up anyway, but even a couple of weeks, dude. Let it destroy itself in April of 2023. Anyway. We were so close. <laughs> we were so close. I, I qualified for that shit, and I didn't even get to go. I qualified for Smash World Tour. They, they were like, you know, yeah, I think I was away. the person affected by this the most, personally. I was supposed to go to both, um, and I would have hit gold status on American Airlines if I went to both. Yeah, I, I think... I think, uh, I think fuck no one, you! <laughs> I think no one, no one else was affected by the tragedy. Of, that, wait, you uh, did you, should have, that should have been part of the, the Allen tweets. <laughs> Like the Allen chronologues where every Smasher added Allen for a different purpose. You're like, could have gotten gold, you asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, I, I saw this when I checked in for my flight. I saw uh, all, I saw some juicy seats that I wasn't able to upgrade to just because of that. If I was gold, it'd be different. Anyway, what were we talking? We were talking about how there's a lot of uh, people Good who can players. win a major. Edwin, give it to me, sexy. How many, uh, how many people can win a major right now? Win A major or majors? I think it's A. Oh, oh God, not me. Ma- no, just do A major. Let's not do this. Okay, that's fine. I'm not fine. in the mood to start going right. like. Yeah, we, we were talking about. I, I don't know why that made me so mad inside. <laughs> I was can, just no. I was like, asking, no, can Wizzy dodge plump at two events? Fuck you. Yeah, no. Like, I, like no, really? It's, like, it's like meant you need to juke plump twice. All right. Here's the thing. We're talking about the top ten. I think if we're talking about people, anyone with a, like a significant non-zero chance, you know, I think Aklo Kadorn and I, I think Aklo Kadorn and Lot are not like immediately discountable. I think you give any of those three the right bracket on the on the right day. Now I don't think it's like above five percent or whatever, but I think it's there. I think it's not that crazy that Aklo, Kadorn, or Lod could make winners finals or reach winner side of grands on the right day with the right bracket. We we talk about how like in order to win a major, a lot of times it's often about having like favorable coin flips or solidly dominant matchups in the top echelon and avoiding a lot of obstacles, right? And I think for for Lod, Kadorn, and uh, Aklo. Although I I think Hadorn's in a bit of a tougher spot than, than the other two, but I think for I think what they have is they they have like specific paths that you can imagine uh, than them having to get to like winner side of top eight. Like they have, I think they have like three people each who they could conceivably defeat, or could or you could argue them as like a coin flip against. Like with uh, with Aklo, I think 
I think just to name one for each, like, we saw Law defeat Amsa. I, I would never discount Law against any of the top spaces, like Moki. Like, I don't think he's necessarily favored, but I think he, he can definitely take sets from them and Zane. With Aklo, I think he can I think he can defeat Amsa. He can defeat Jmook. He can defeat Cody. With Kadorn, he can defeat Cody. He can defeat, he can defeat HBox on the right day. He can, he can take a set off Mango and stuff like that. So I think, like... Even though their overall spread versus the top 10 is not as uh, balanced as the people above them, I do think they have multiple like people that they can beat or that they're, they're coin flips against in, in that top echelon. And I think that can get you really far. I think they, it can get you to winner's finals or maybe even winner's side of grands. And that, and that typically helps your chances of winning a major a lot. So I'm going to actually say 13. I think 13 I'll- people can do it. I'm going to be upfront here. I think that it's 10, and I, I, I respect the fact that you have faith in them. And I, I think that they are good. I, I think the question is, are they good enough to win a major? The answer is yes. They have beaten multiple top 10 players. That is what is required to win a major. Beating They've beaten multiple top 10 players on the same day. Like, that is, that is what's required. I don't think those players can win for the simple reason that I think that getting winning a major requires like we're seeing players in the top 10 unable to win a major that's basically set up for them and the reason why is because i think that the mental required to actually be able to take home a major is absurd we saw jake a player who was number what three two in the world lose major 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 like in a row last year unable to like actually win one and that to me says how hard it is to actually get the mental in order to take it down and i don't think a player outside of the top 10 going into the year has the confidence of actually going like i'm gonna win this and i think that like that is so hard to obtain like i'm willing to bet that there has never been a player in smash uh, in, in honestly either game that they won their first set of grands in a major or they've won like their first turn like the first time they made grands they won a major like, I'm willing to bet that that's never happened. I'd be very surprised if someone's pulled that off. Like, like the first time they entered The first time the they ever made all. Grand Finals? Yeah, the first time they ever made Grand they won that major. Like, uh, I'm willing to bet that that number is zero. And I don't see a world right now where those players touch Grands multiple times. In, in, or they have the... They feel like they're going to be able to this year. I think that, like... Once we see a player like Moki be able to do it, I'll start being like, yeah, they can do it. But Moki's the only player where I can see doing that this year, touching Grands twice and being able to win. And I don't think that those players can do that right now. Yeah, you I mean, know? I think I think Moki is cleanly a level above the the three that I'm I agree, I agree. Sure. But I'm just talking like of the thir- of of the ten people that can win a major, nine of them have and one of them haven't. And I think Moki's going to need two Grand Finals to do it because I Got think it. that's hard. Okay. What's yeah. the bet? What's the bet here? That ten people, I think ten people can win a major. I don't think. No, use the bet that the number of people who who have won, won grand finals the first time they've made it to grands in honestly any Smash game. Like, so the first, except, the first person I thought of was, was how much, Mango. No, no, shut up. How much do you want to put on this? <laughs> okay, did Mango do it? No shot. I. You know what? It's crazy to say that in a world where Steve and Bayonetta exist. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, <laughs> okay that's okay. a whole Smash game, Billy. No, Those are two whole no. Smash games. No, well, you're, it's, you're right. No, actually, it's just one. No, wait, but still, the first one that they entered, 
the first they won the major. major they enter or the first time they get to grand finals? First time they get to grands. Yeah, I think like Onan yeah, was, Onan, flavor, Onan was the flavor of the month. Grands. Onan oh, touched grands before that. Okay, I don't know. But I think some, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if Hbox did because wasn't Hbox losing herbs to PP? That's not really like, then we get into the whole like, is it a okay, major? Okay, well, look what you did here, Billy. You okay. Look what you did. Billy, but, you're but, wrong. But the point about mentality, I think you owe us five dollars a piece. Yeah, I think the, your your broader point about mentality, I think, is a, is a good one. We, what do you think? Is you think it's just ten? You think it? You think Akalolod, Kadoran have non-zero shots? Would you consider well, them in the running or not? So I, I, I guess like the way that I would do it is that um, it depends on how like everyone wants to classify it. I guess like think in twenty seventeen. Would you put any money on anyone below, like Leffen and Plup winning? If if no, you no, if no. you gave Sfat like point one percent of a chance, then I would say Aklo, Lod, maybe Sfat would be even Triff, right? Like I think there's a lot of people who have the like that whole section of players is like I am not willing to say there is not a world where that happens. If you did this tournament a hundred times, there could be a time where Lod plays. AMSA in Grand Finals, right? Like, that is a possibility. Yeah. In terms of things that I think are actually have, like, a significant chance of happening, like 5% or higher, I think that's 10. And I, I yeah. think that's insane I, I to agree. say that that is 10, by the way. Yeah. Like, I think we saw it last year even at SmashCon where Lod had the perfect bracket to make it. Lod went up four stocks to two, game five against Mango. He almost did it! I talked to Lod, and Lod was like, Lod was like, I had no idea how I wasn't supposed to panic in that position. Where like <laughs> I'm about to win a major in Virginia, in front of like my crowd against Mango, a player who he's beaten before, and then he crumbled. And then of course he crumbled though. I'm not gonna be like, wow, Lod choked. It's like no shit, Lod choked. It was Mango game five, and the dude was like, I'm about to win a hometown major. Yeah. Maybe the greatest thing that could like objectively the greatest thing that you could probably do in any smash game win a major in front of your people and like that's hard and the fact that like i i i think if lod made grands there i would have i think he would be a lot more confident going in the future but like i think that that alone is a testament to the mental you need to get to grand finals which is why i don't think that a lot of players who even can get there they won't see the trophy and be like, I'm not there yet. Like, that happened to Jake at Genesis. Like, Jake got to Genesis and Grands, beat 3-0 in Cody, and was like, I'm out. I can't beat Zane. Like, like, like I, can't, I can't beat Zane. And, like, it's like, yeah, no shit. Like, you, it's like you're in Grands. You don't think you can do it because you're, like, you're, you're the new kid here. I think once you hit your second one, you're like, you're like I've been here. I've seen this girl before. You know what? Like, I'll say it. Flash, Flash is going to do it. I, I I think agree. Flash. I oh yeah no I that's why I think that Smash Daddy after winning uh, the super mm. major known as Shield Drop will be able to clutch up uh, against uh, the best in the world. Yeah, I agree. Um, now I I think uh, it, it's those things of like how what do you think is actually like going to happen and, and what could happen and I think if like arguing against the idea that like that is a there is a path possible, yeah you know, I, I I would probably wouldn't do that. It's just like, I don't know. The world is so crazy nowadays. We we think we like we see things and we just go, okay, like the acceptance is so quick. It like it, if Lod were to win a major, I bet we would all immediately go, 
Okay, well, it makes I sense. Guess, I guess Laud won a major. That makes sense. It's not impossible. Like that's the thing, and that's absurd that we're in a world where it is it's not. It's kind of like how when the Mexican government released uh, information well, about the alien, we all just went, "Okay, okay." The Mexican government just said aliens exist. Okay, Billy, what are your thoughts on that? You were you were begging before the show to get to talk about this. I don't think I was. I don't know. I feel uh, the, like the pre-show. Like, you were, you were I feel like, like I feel like I I I. You know I'm gonna be upfront here with you. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you discussed. I feel like I have people that will side with me over you in this. I don't debate. think this needs to be a, a he said he said argument here. I'm well. There is. <laughs> so okay. No comment on the Mexican I aliens. I have no comment on the Mexican Okay, no comment on the Mexican aliens. <laughs> what, no comment on the idea that Lod can win a major, though? Uh, I think, I hope he does. Yes. I, 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 would, I would be very happy because me and Lod just talk. I, I, okay, okay, in case you guys don't know, the Peaches just talk shit with all the other Peaches all the time about Smash uh, because we're a collective hive mind that share the same energy source. And, uh, yeah, no. And I Which think is Armada. Winning, yeah, no. <laughs> it's Armada. We, we're all few. I, I'm going to tell you right now that in any conversation that involves two peaches, Armada being the goat is brought up by me. Oh, <laughs> my God. I Can we add up, that into topics? I'm down. I'm down with it right now. I got to meet Khalid in person. No, I think he. I met him. At, uh, he, like, fist bumped me without... I don't know if he knew who I was, but but like I got to actually talk to him, which was very nice. He did know who I was at, at this point. Uh, at Riptide, it was very fun to get a chance to talk to him. I did offhandly call Armada the goat, and then he didn't say anything, and I said, do you have anything to say against this? You just went by this. And he's like, no, Armada's the goat. And I go, okay, Khalid. Khalid, there's something special about you, man. Um, Ar Armada, you know how, like... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's so good. He's so much better than anyone else. Someone someone in my fucking... No, no, someone... Uh, Plup was watching my set, like, uh, versus uh, Kadoran, and then people were like, people were like, yeah, and then someone will watch this, and then go, the meta hasn't evolved, and Armada would have done better. And I was like, they're right! They're right! Armada would have done better than me! In your fucking mind? You don't think Armada would do... Armada, Armada, day one back, outplaces where I placed. Day one! He, him walking into the venue outplaced me already. They float his ass to top six. What the fuck are people thinking? Yeah, it was actually, ah! it was actually so funny. Uh, I talked to Kadoran a while ago, and I was like, you know, Kadoran, uh, what do you think about like me saying that I feel weirdly confident in Armada against you if he came out of retirement? Kadoran was like, no, that sounds about right. <laughs> I was Bro. like, what? Like, you're not, you're not, like, upset that I'm just saying that Armada would come in and beat you, like, in the first time. Everyone was like, why would oh I be God. upset? Oh my God, are you serious? It He's was... the greatest. He's the greatest player. He, he lost, he lost to, like, seven people. And the people go, yeah, but could he keep up in this meta? <laughs> bitches! He lost to seven bitches! Total! That we had Kudorin on the podcast to say that, Edwin. We brought him on, and we were like, this Yo is going to be- Y'all shit him on the podcast! I was like, this is going to be an awesome debate. We're going to bring him on- Yeah, and could or just agree. <laughs> we're going to talk about how Armada could be like beat all these people, and we have a member of the new generation who's going to say, no, he couldn't. We had him on, he's like, no, you guys are right. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> no! He won four summits in a row. Four. You know- He's like, I can't do that! He, uh, I wish I could! 
It'd be cool. <laughs> he got to he got to grand finals. He reached grand finals uh, at Summit as many times as Hbox did. Hbox went to like thirteen of them. <laughs> Armada went to six. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. I, you know how when a star dies. It's like it takes so many light years to get to our ourselves. So yeah. like we could be looking at a dead star and not knowing it. I think that's the Peach Mains and Armada. Armada's a dead star, but yet his like it still radiates so much energy. So people still feel that any any anyway, anyway, anyway. Talking about Armada, I do think that this situation kind of reminds me of when Armada retired. We had all those moments of like anyone can win and it didn't really happen that anyone could win but like we did see the floodgates get open a little bit i think notably um with uh smash summit eight right with with axe winning that happened and that felt like something that could not happen with our monitor around um and i do think that like that win is kind of indicative of how i view a lot of people's wins like i think that there are a lot of axes right there are a lot of people who you give them the right bracket and they could do it. And I think Axe, you know, is someone who obviously has been around for a while, but had not done it until then. Uh, the fact that he did it, I'm not going to say like, okay, Axe won Summit. That means Lod's going to win, whatever. But I do think that there is like some historical precedent for that. I don't know. All I'm going to say is yeah, that but, like... But even then, Axe touched Grands three times before winning at, at Summit. He touched it at Gommel. Well, touched twice. He touched it at Gommel and he touched it at, uh, what do you call it? At Genesis. Genesis. Like... He, he like and and the one at Gommel, you put Axe versus Mango. I'm sorry, like I I think Axe can win that. I really do. I think that's not an unfavorable matchup. At Summit, he definitely got the best possible opponent. I think he could have asked for, which is someone else with someone else probably with more pressure on him to win. Because if Wizzy wins that, he's number one. I think that season, uh, and that was that was crazy. But like. I think that, that that just testifies to like that that type of battle where it's like, God damn, to win this shit. Like Axe had to get to Grants three times and lose twice before he had like the perfect bracket to win. Yeah, I mean Regardless. he still lost in Grands at that tournament, right? Like yeah, he drops at one. Yeah. Oh regardless. Flop, flop. Didn't even, <laughs> even win your winners. <laughs> L. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding, no one take this out of don't take this out of context and send it to Axe. This is a no, pro-Axe winning summit This podcast. is getting 173 views on YouTube. It's fine. Was anyone yeah, anti-Axe sure. winning summit? Was anyone like, yeah, Axe winning Summit, the wrong timeline? It's like it's like when AMSA won Big House. Like It's like it's like no one's going to be like... I, well, in... AMSA winning Big House is now the wrong timeline. I've, I've, I've decided. Why? He's so annoying. <laughs> I love he, him. He His became so annoying. That wasn't because he won big. That wasn't because he won big houses. Because he moved. I think it was. House. I think it all stems from that. No, y'all are just mad because y'all y'all ranked him like the dirt, and then he got mad at y'all. Dirt. Yeah, the dirt. Oh, I know the dirt you. in question, but that was dirt to him. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I know that he the competitive Lil players. Lil never went Doctor Mario in bracket, and you still dropped his ass. <laughs> I I know that like when it comes to players of this caliber, anything but number one is is you know is is not going to be worth it. To no, him. no, so I, so no. I understand. <laughs> I understand why he's mad that he is not ranked the sixth best player in the world. Yeah, true Sorry. competitor, right? <laughs> I I hate everyone here now. Except, except JD. But like, y'all... We, we don't mention them. <laughs> 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 so 
Sorry, sorry. I, I, I just need, I need to remind him that I know he's watching. Now, I do think I made fun of him last episode, which is like one of the very few times I've, I've mentioned that he is a person who exists and, and makes sure this podcast exists. I did. I uh, believe I made fun of him. <laughs> so not a great track record in the past couple weeks. Uh, anyway, we called our moderate goat. We said our Alms is very annoying. And we also I love Amsa's up... Twitter. I, I'm pro Amsa. I don't know. I don't, I, that, don't say we. Don't oh say God. we here. All right. And, a a, a simple majority of us have agreed that actually AMSA's it's a annoying. super majority because you got 66. True. Well, yeah, I guess so. Well, I guess we decided. <laughs> <laughs> I can't filibuster this shit anymore. God damn it. <laughs> Took us a while to get there, but we finally got around to the idea that Amsa is annoying, and, and all of us have to agree. <laughs> uh, Billy, you say ten people can win a major? Yeah. Okay. I think I would give ten people a 5% chance at the very least. I would probably give 13, I don't know, fucking 14, 15 could trift do it, could... Could I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of people you can throw in like the possible category of like they've beaten three different people who can get there. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's really an amazing time, and I want to just talk about how like not only is it an amazing time that anyone can win stuff. Um, the sets are fucking great. I don't know if 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 uh, you know Billy, you said you didn't watch top uh, no, I top left. three or whatever. I, I left after a lot lost. Plup versus Wizzy was a fucking battle. I was shocked that it was such a good set. One, probably, Edwin, probably the best set they've ever had, right? Like, not even close, I'd imagine. Yeah, I, I would think so. I think the the only other set that I could think of that is a, that would come close is the, the one they had, the one that Wizzy took from him at CEO. And that's no. mo- mostly because of the novelty of like him beating him for the first time. No, it was ever. one of those sets where you knew Plup was going to lose by like by the time he plugged in. It was one of those. No, this was a this was a incredible yeah, set, like, couple sets that we got to see. Step up. Moki versus Wizzy was super cool. Even like, you know, Wizzy versus Lod, I think. Despite the fact that I don't think at any point anyone really thought Lod was going to win, I thought that was a cool set. But, like That's one of the things that kind of gets lost when we talk about who can win what. It's like just how entertaining all of this is. I uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It, it's so amazing the era that we live in and the fact that like the biggest we ever were and probably the biggest that we ever will be was us like watching Armada versus Hbox and be and we all went. I'm kind of cool. I don't like top eight. <laughs> Actually, I think top eight's boring. Yeah, man. I wonder melee. why we said that. Yeah, peak melee was round two pools in top sixty four, and now it, <laughs> it feels like the the top eights just kind of elevate the the quality of every event. I think mm. now, like, I think like it's it's just the fact. I think it's just how many game fives we have now, and how many like how many intense sets. Like game five last stock feels like it comes up so much more often. And I don't know. Maybe as someone who's experienced fucking four of them this weekend in in top 16 uh like it feels absurd how close and how intense some of these sets are like even looking at other people like moki wizzy was an insane set to see Mm. happen um uh, overall that was just like wild to watch uh grands apparently was crazy uh, and like, uh, and losers even. We saw like Moki Lod was super close to the wire. Moki, sorry, Lod Wizzy was super close. And like, it's crazy to watch the fact that like every set played. Like you are learning. Like there's, it feels like the 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 two people playing 
can beat the next opponent almost every time. And, yeah. like, that's what I think makes the top 16 so fire versus, like, I think 2016 where you're like, oh, wow, so it's 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 Mango versus, like, Pew Pew you and Armada's the next opponent. There will be, like, there is no world where one of these things happens. So, like, it, the, so it's almost like it's kind of tough to watch, you know? Like, or in a sense, like, it's kind of tough to get excited for the next set. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that thing of, like, wanting to see someone make the upset and then looking at their bracket and they're going, well, they're not beating Hungrybox, so I I guess I will root for the guy who could beat Hungrybox. Like, um, there's a lot of, like, looking through the bracket to see what happened, and obviously that still exists right now. You know, we... we yeah, there's, there's matchups that seem pretty hard in the top uh, 10 and the top 5 or so, but, like, yeah, more so than ever, I think it's just a toss-up, and... And not only that, not only are there matchups within the top 10 and the top 5 that are really interesting, those are matchups you could see in Grand Finals, which was not really a thing we had back then, right? You would you would get some Grand Finals matchups uh, that were pretty unusual every now and then, but for the most part, especially when Armada and HBox were the two best players, um, it was tough to find like really unique Grand Finals combinations. Yeah. And I feel like we, we've seen Zane in a lot of Grand Finals, of course, but like, the idea of, of like uh, you know having grand finals be Wizzy versus Plup here that's that's not unusual. We could see, I mean, big house grand finals could be fucking Wizzy versus Mango or something, or it could be like like there's so many different things that it could be. I would not be surprised to see like anyone. I would not be surprised to see Moki versus Plup as grand finals or something. Right? It, it's just I don't know. I can't I can't talk enough about how like. We need to appreciate just how uh, blessed we are to have this, uh, like, the top ten be so cool. So, to finally answer the question, I'll say ten people can win. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think some other people have very small chances. Billy, we've got some other questions for you. Oh, wait, do you have some questions like, you guys wrote these? No. Okay, so, like, the, the, the people at home. The patrons, yes. Oh, wait, the patrons. Oh, wait, so these are pre-written. Yes, these are pre-written. These are oh, from okay. people who pay us money. Uh, so if you think that's a bad question, now you can say it. I don't know. We, we, we make fun of their questions all the time. Anyway. I'll bully them. No, I'm going to actively bully them. I'm going to tell them to unsubscribe from the Patreon if they're going to be contributing things like this. Well, no, 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 well I wouldn't go that far. I'm going to go that far, Edwin. Uh, <laughs> I would say if you write a bad question, you should consider upping your Patreon tier. But that's just me. Uh, Edwin, you've got a question, I believe. Yeah, this one's from Chroma. Who is your ideal Smash carpool buddy, and who should you avoid at all costs? Uh, my ideal Smash carpool buddy is... Uh, who is my my ideal... Like, in a dream world, or like a people I've carpooled with? Are we doing dream world? <laughs> Just answer the question. Dude. I'm sorry! Oh I'm bitch, I, I, it's hard! Oh my god! I'm never coming back. That's You're crazy. on thin ice. <laughs> Jesus. You're on thin ice. What did he do? You know what? You know what? My my, my ideal is wheat and my, my op is apparently <laughs> Edwin fucking budding. <laughs> Alright. Next question. Damn. Uh so this one is from Cliche. This one uh you know, speaking of the Patreon, speaking of upping your tier. Uh, cliche ask, how much money should I have in my checking account before I start going band for band with people on Twitter? 
I, th- I think you'd be five. I think you'd be five figures. In your, in your five game. figures, okay. Like if you're if, like, I, I think it's insane watching. So I, I can't remember who it was watching. Like someone go band for band it with three K. We don't have to. We don't have to. Yeah, we don't have to name the specific version. But I did see it, and I thought it was the most unhinged thing. It was just I a type of cured meat. <laughs> That's all we'll I was say. Just like, I was just like, I was like, I was like, sister, you got to get renting. Like we can't be playing these games. <laughs> Next question. Or you have to, or you have to invest. I don't know. Yeah. One of the, one of those two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there was. I know someone... index funds are struggling. Like, there was one person who I thought, oh geez. <laughs> it, it wasn't liquid. The cash wasn't liquid. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say about. Uh, but the the LinkedIn warrior who decided to post his. Bank <laughs> it wasn't liquid. He no, couldn't cash out immediately. Oh my god! Well, all, all 150 of you who listen to this, I have a feeling that a, a large proportion of them will know exactly. Who we're I feel like we can get to 285. I believe. Uh, anyway, Billy, unfortunately, uh, we asked for questions, and and those are the two best we got. Usually, we try to do three. Those were the two best we got. It was pretty bad this week. Yeah, it was no, pretty bad this I- week. Man, uh, it turns out going to the Kalahari fucking pool party will will lead to next week being like this. Like, mm, oh my true. god, <laughs> golly! No, that's tough, but I get it. I, I, it happens. You know what? You know what? Well, I, I, I fully respect it. I can give you an old classic. We used to you, ask. You this. got me a question. We used to ask this when uh, there were horrible questions, and we needed one more. This is an old classic. Uh, what's the best pizza topping? I think that's my time on the show, right? <laughs> am, I, am I crazy? Or is it the, uh, the best pizza topic? I, I don't know. I, you know, I won't say pepperoni because I won't be basic. I'm going to say buffalo chicken. Oh, you're crazy. Okay. That one's a banger. That one's for the girlies back home. Someone, uh, Edwin, you might remember who it was. Someone dropped like a mushroom and we went, what? And they're like, I would never get mushroom by itself, but I will always get it with, no, I think it was onion, right? It was onion. They said they would never get just onion, but they would always get something and onion, right? They would always get pepper and onion, or they got sausage and onion, right? If they got two, onion was always there. And I went, honestly, that's not a bad, like, reasoning. That's solid. I, I, I like the logical answers. You know, honestly, I've been on the SF train lately on this. I really love just cheese. Yeah, cheese is good. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he just explained it to me once. I had a cheese pizza and I've never looked back. Like I was what just... was his explanation? Yeah, I need, he just I said need to the, the cheese is perfect on its own. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> so I guess it wasn't even the explanation. It was the experience of uh, just having I, cheese pizza. I do think that SF, uh, ha- he has the riz to give that answer and, and feel like it's like a revelation. He's <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah, Maybe for, for that specific cheese. topic, yeah. Sometimes he does it for other things, and it doesn't quite have the same staying power. <laughs> mm, well, don't we all? And if you we press can... him on it, if you press him on it, or the on the opposite being true, Bro, don't he'll even go, get me started. He'll suddenly turn into the biggest hater of it. We're we're at Andy's wedding. He we're yeah, he rented a car and we're <laughs> driving there. So funny. And there's all these trees. We have to, like, we're basically like going through like a. Like a line of trees that are, are, are lining the road. And I'm like, trees are so nice. He goes, yeah. I'm just like, oh, man, I love. We're just out in the middle of nowhere, and there's all these beautiful trees. 
Uh-huh. You guys don't have that in SoCal, do you? When you're in the middle of nowhere. You don't have a bunch of trees everywhere. And he went, no, no, I guess we don't. And I, like, start to say something, and he's just like, you know what? Fuck trees. I hate trees. I never want to see a tree again in my life. I And it was just like this very neutral thing that he doesn't have a feeling towards, but because I was very positive about it, he was uh, decided to immediately take the opposite. He did this with baseball also, was it? In the same yeah, he thing? did it with baseball. I said, baseball's cool. And he said, I will never watch a baseball game. And yet, and yet we all love him. Yes, somehow he's seen as positive and wholesome. <laughs> you guys, you guys sound like you don't like him. No, the issue no, is we I, love I, I, I love him. That's I love him. I just not, don't get. I don't understand he's not why I love him. <laughs> he's not wholesome or positive. He does beat the hate, He does beat the hater allegations very easily. Anyway, Billy, we didn't have you come on to talk about your um to talk about your to talk about. SF and whether or not he's a hater. Although, if you have any <laughs> opinions on that, let us know. Um, you know, Billy, we, we've had a, a lot of fun talking about Smash, but sometimes we have to view ourselves as more than just uh, people who play Smash, more than just people who talk about Smash. I think it's very easy to get bogged down into making our entire personality Smash. So, our unnamed segment, um, known to the fans as Touching Grass, is uh, a segment where we go through something that's been going on in our lives that is not Smash. Something that we can talk about that uh, kind of, you know, goes through something else we've been going on recently. So I will give both of you some time to think. I will pick something. And uh, I will go on the offensive here, and I will uh, take something away from, from Edwin. And I will say, NFL's back. I like watching football. The Eagles beat the Patriots. But I will really say, uh, what have I been doing recently? I, I've been, uh... <laughs> we had Jacksonville on. I think it was episode 50, and he was oh, to no. deem if we should do 50 more episodes, if, if Winning for Games should still exist, uh, and he deemed that we could still exist. And on that episode, he called this segment. He said, is this just you saying what media you've been watching recently? And I think about this every time. Uh, but I got back from Riptide. I do not consider going to the water park there and not smash activity, so I will not count that. Uh, what I've been doing is... Watching media, I've been. Uh, I, I watched all of the uh, two thousand late two thousands web series Nirvana the band the show, which uh, I believe I used year like a year or two ago as a touching grasp segment. So I'm really scraping the bottom of the barrel, <laughs> but it's uh it's the web series you might you might know it without knowing that you know it. They do uh, the Wii update, uh, the Wii shop uh, sketch, you know, the song. That was popular on Twitter like a year ago. Okay. Uh, anyway, I've been watching all of that. Uh, and that's basically been all I did. Because I got back from Ohio only a few days ago. I can't do a lot. I uh, I got to come up with something in the past few days. But that's what I got. Truly scraping the bottom of the barrel. But that is my answer for this week. It's not sexy. But uh, Edwin, do you have anything that you could give to me sexy in terms of uh, what you've been up to recently? Uh, yes, uh, I'll, I'll tell you there's nothing, uh, greater than spending a ton of time with family. I was bit, I've been super busy, uh, stuff greater. Yeah, um, yeah, I've just been pretty busy in the last, like, last Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I spent time with family and, and friends, like, uh, 
Friday I had a big uh, like bonfire outside where I live. Mm. We had a bunch of our, or me and my spouse had a bunch of our friends over. Saturday I spent a bunch of time with my my family. Uh, Sunday I spent a bunch of time with my family, and then went to go see the aforementioned Patriots Eagles game. It was fun. It was a really good game. I wish the Pats won, but it was it was good. And uh, just I just been busy spending a lot of time with a bunch of people this weekend i'm seeing family or this friday i'm having my cousin his uh, his wife and his kids over uh, me and my spouse are making shrimp pasta for them for, for dinner and then uh then this saturday i'm going to a ren fair which is going to be pretty pretty exciting so my uh my spouse has is going as like a, as a uh what's the word like a druid and uh i'm just dressing up as like a targaryen <laughs> not really any, not really any, any like specific Targaryen. Just, just kind of. You're, you're gonna get Targaryen. made fun of there. Yeah, they're gonna bully your ass. You, you gotta come ready. You gotta have, you have to have bat. You have to have lore for your, for your retconned like fucking character. What, what no, is it I'm, called? I'm a pretty you're... big, I'm a pretty good, big fan of like fire. And I think blood. it's like coming to it's a. You're good. Uh, no, you got it, man. No, like, hey, is, how's Mario in this game? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm a no. I'm no a I believe big, in you. No, I'm a big fan of the series. It's not like that. That wasn't in question. It's the the idea of going to a Ren fair is that I don't know. It's uh, it's like going to a, like a yeah. You, you have to have your OCs right. lore ready. You can't you can't have like uh you can't you can't be you can't be ready to think on the spot. Yeah. You have on, to have like so a, so a last year I I went with like a large group of people that all dressed up and I was the one person that didn't. So this year, so this year I, I'm trying to, you know, it, what's the word for it? just ingrain myself? Assimilate. Into, yeah, it, yeah, assimilate in myself into the vibe of the event. But it'll be fun. We're gonna spend time there basically the morning and early afternoon. Uh, but but we're gonna get up like pretty early. What I remember last year at the Ren Fair is that there was just a there were a bunch of really good drinks randomly there, like a bunch of like just good like just good alcohol and stuff. So you kind of get drunk in the morning when you reach there you're gonna you ride a nice buzz until like the middle of the afternoon or whatever so i'm, I'm pretty excited this year um <laughs> last year there was a bunch of jousting which is fun so I, did you I joust that, do i joust no yeah. <laughs> but, but you get to watch it and all the all the people that participate in it are like playing characters and shit what a so. judgmental response from edwin yeah i, I don't that's not judgmental no. i don't have I don't, I don't have the, the. I don't fucking I don't know. The, Maybe they have, have like the fortitude pra- to joust. You know, they have practice jousting, like for you know, the, the fortitude. You know? it's not. It's not judgmental. That's a completely wrong takeaway. No, it's, you're it's no, maybe the, toward myself. <laughs> the tone that you had on your no was so belittling. It was like no. I was ignorant. I don't know what happens at a red fair. Did you Did you fight someone with a sword? So basically, what happens is that like these two. Uh, these two guys. He's not even gals. answering your question. Well, you, you're you're asking about like jousting, right? He asked yeah. if he fought with a sword, and you're specifically. Do I answer. fight with a sword? And did you uh, fight with a sword at the Renvair? You can. There's there's like, <laughs> stuff that. There's all right. Thing. There you can do. Sign me up. That's all I'm I rec- I recommend going to one. They sound quirky. Oh. Yeah. I'm a dresser upper. I dressed up for the Beyonce concert. As a I- Targaryen. <laughs> no, exactly. My Targaryen OC, Vivas Targaryen. Well, Edwin, very fun. I do hate to say, I think you use family as your last three weeks touching grass moment. We got a next episode. We got to You got to do something else, man. And you can't use Renfair because you already used it for this one. You, you said I'm going on to one. 
You said I'm going to one, so you take it. You should have kept it for next time. You could have said oh. I went to one. What if I uh, dress up in my costume for for next episode? We don't have a great track record of you dressing up in costumes <laughs> on episodes. I think Soonsei understands that one. <laughs> no, I've never done it, so I you know it would be nice the first time, right? Whatever happened to Yarn Yoshi? Did he ever um, switch allegiances to a different character and then suddenly espouse interesting opinions online? Uh, no, he has uh, just been in a depression since Samsa stopped winning. B- Billy, what have you been up to? <laughs> Billy, what, what have you been up to? <laughs> Okay, well, I haven't been up to too much in the past little bit, you know. Overall, just kind of been, kind of been chilling. Uh, like honestly, you know, I've I've touched a lot of grass recently. Like I just really enjoyed it, and like, um, yeah, no, I've been like outside. I, I I went to this place called Ohio, where I top eight a Super Smash Brothers melee tournament. That's Smash, that doesn't. I don't care. It's the best. <laughs> wow. Uh, he he really just didn't he care. Was, <laughs> he yelled so loud he broke his camera. He broke his computer. His computer just. Um, what do you think he did in Ohio? Let's let's create a little bit of a lore here, Edwin. You're uh you know as someone who's dressed up as a OC Targaryen, I'm I'm sure that you. Have a pension for lore. Internet died. Uh, and, uh... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no. So, so other than Riptide, which obviously has been a big highlight of my life so far, uh, started the semester of college. Uh, doing well so far, I think. And overall, I've been having a, a fun time. I have a boyfriend. He's sweet to me. That's mm. great. Uh, yeah, he's, but not he a, he's not did, as good as this. He but did overall. go to Riptide, so... <laughs> he doesn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I only got him so that he could book the wrong airport to fly to for Riptide to keep me, to keep me humble. Mm. Um, but, like, um, no, he's been, he's been super duper sweet, and uh, that's been going pretty well so far. Uh, he's not as good as this. He'll never compare to this. But, like, he'll, he'll be, like, up there, maybe, in my life. Uh... And yeah, no, uh, that's that's kind of been it. Also, he top eighted in, in HDR, so shout out, good job, Christian. Uh, I'm proud of you. Uh, other than that, touching grass, family, the the pats, uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Go birds, as we all say. <laughs> I'm a uh, birds guy. Billy, yeah, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on. What a great experience as always. I'm glad that uh, you know we we got to talk a little bit at Riptide. Uh, glad that we got to have you on. I was I was rooting for you to make a run because I was like, oh, we need Billy on the podcast. So I hope he gets top eight. And you made it happen. Yeah, I know. And then you probably are thinking now, God, I wish Aklo won that game five. <laughs> yeah, I wish we had Aklo on. <laughs> well, I don't think Aklo would have been led to such a colorful episode. I think Aklo would have been very. Echo would have been very chill, like, uh, yeah, I, d- I did very well. Would yeah. Edwin have said, give it to me sexy if Echo were the guest? Who no, knows? We'll never. never know. Never in his life. I, I bring out the best in Edwin. I bring out, I bring... <laughs> you just you just said that I was the anti-car, uh, the uh, anti-road trip or, or car mate or whatever. Yeah, I, did, I don't want to drive with you, but... <laughs> but it's still the best. So the best of me still involves not being in a car with me. Well, yes. look, we'd spin in Honestly, a car with me. It's not so bad. 
I do vibe with the idea of the best way to interact with you is not for hours at a time. I do think that that is a uh, a noble uh, stance that Bebats has taken. Hmm. Speaking of, we're coming up on. Uh, <laughs> speaking of hours at a time, Bebats. Wonderful episode. I'm so glad that you were able to be on. Um, you have been very fun, and, and I'm sure that people, anyone who watched you here, probably wants to see uh, what else you've got going on. Is there anywhere where people can follow you? Yeah. Uh, so you can go to BTS Smash, and I'll be top eighting every tournament for the rest of time, I assume. I'm going to plateau here, so we're going to figure that one out. Uh, but if you're looking for more of me, which uh, after the top eights, uh, I would recommend going to uh, just putting the word bbats into Google, uh, where you'll find my Twitter at bbats523 and my Twitch at bbats because I stole that one. And uh, overall, uh, yeah, no, that's where you'll find me in most places. And I'm I'm a pretty quirky little guy, so I think you'll be you'll you'll enjoy your time spent consuming the slop I produce for you. If you love slop, <laughs> if you love slop and you want more of it, you can uh, you can watch these episodes live. Twitch.tv slash Melee Stats. We then import the slop over to YouTube that you, so you can watch it later over at the Melee Stats archive. If you want to see our long-form slop, they're over on YouTube at Melee Stats. Our uh, daily slop tweets we make at Twitter.com slash Melee Stats pod. And uh, if you want to see our written slop, it's over at MeleeStats.co. Slop such as Monday Morning Marth and Wednesday Melee. And if you love all the slop that we do and you just want to support us in the best way possible, Patreon.com slash MeleeStats. Billy, thank you so much for being on. Thank very, you for very having fun me. Episode. I'm, glad, I'm glad to have finally made a top eight to be worthy of being <laughs> waiting for game. That or commentate pools at a, at a major. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm so excited for that now. I get to do that now, right? Wait, well, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Let's go. Edwin, do you think he knows we don't decide that? <laughs> what do you mean? I thought you guys were I thought you guys were a part of the cabal. True. Uh, you know what? Next time I see Seal on commentary, I'll, I'll bring up my blow dart and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just take there. his spot. Yeah. You, have to, you just have to know what uh, percent uh, Sheik F-Tilt knocks down Fox. Yeah, hopefully 18? Pipsqueak's not still in the tournament. 18? Okay, you've you got some more it. work. No, it's like 33. No, it's like 33, it's right? 33. Anyway, maybe you'll figure it out. We'll have you on again. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for being on. And thanks so much for watching. We'll be back in a few weeks, probably talk about uh, the off season. So until then, thank you so much for watching. Peace. See you guys.